0: Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Todd Bowl tore down his old garage door in 2009, the year his mother died. Using the scrap wood, he created something new, a box shaped like a little red schoolhouse. He set it on a post in his yard in Hudson, Wisconsin, and included a door that opened to give access to the books he placed inside. His mother had been a schoolteacher, and this book box helped keep her legacy alive, he felt. Bull died on October 18th of 2018 at age 62 of pancreatic cancer, but not before some 75,000 little free library boxes had been created, and the movement had spread worldwide. Today, the movement has over 138,000 boxes, present in 112 countries and on all seven continents, including one in Antarctica at the South Pole. They can be found on people's lawns, in public parks, at New York City subway stops, and in a refugee camp in Uganda. People place books in them and take books away in an easy exchange. There are no memberships, no fines, and no expectations, except for a community's dedication to reading and sharing books. Bull told the Washington Post in 2013, I put up my library and noticed my neighbors talking to it like it was a little puppy, and I realized there was some kind of magic about it. When he realized people loved the idea of small free library boxes, he and a friend worked to extend the magic, building and giving away boxes. With national media attention in 2011, the movement grew exponentially, and both formed the nonprofit Little Free Library. He told the Minneapolis Star Tribune in 2011, "Oh, what we have found is that the neighborhood starts to feel like it's theirs." In today's polarized society, the boxes create a common space that people are comfortable with, he said. He felt the boxes also had a folk art appeal. Uh, although there are lots of different blueprints and tutorials aimed at different skill levels available on the nonprofit's website, you can build and decorate a box however you'd like. Bull himself was an erstwhile school teacher turned entrepreneur, concerned with the public good. Among his ventures was a company that arranged funding for nurses to come from overseas to fill a nursing shortage in the United States. Today, little free library boxes are located in hospitals in Ireland, prisons in Wisconsin, police stations in Los Angeles, outside school in Sudan, and on the Yamal Peninsula in Siberia, where reindeer herders live. The organization also launched Action Book Club, which encourages people to read and discuss books on timely topics and take part in service projects together. And the Read in Color Initiative, which encourages people to read and share books that amplify and celebrate diverse voices. And the Impact Library Program, which places little libraries in areas with little to no access to books. And Unbound, a digital event series. If you're interested in building a Little Free Library or participating in the network in your area, go to littlefreelibrary.org to get started. There's a world map where you can see whether there's already a Little Library in your neighborhood, plus lots of resources for getting involved. They're not a sponsor. We just think they're cool. Today's episode is based on the article How Todd Bowles Started the Little Free Library Movement on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Stell Simonton. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang with assistance from Ramsey Young. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.